Chapter 11. Don Graves, A Man Who Knew Teachers. Don Graves was an unlikely writing revolutionary in his wild plaid jacket and his too-short tie. I imagined a quiet intellectual when I studied his book jacket photo, but in person, Don seemed to always function at top speed. There was an electricity in Don that raised the energy in a room. He skirted and sidestepped through the crowds at the NCTE convention hall. He bicycled through Europe, constantly calculating distances and miles per hour. He skied the trails around his Jackson, New Hampshire home with a wide stride and a delighted smile, outpacing everyone. No one kept up with Don. He wrote at first light for decades, completing 26 books in 25 years. Its productivity few of us could match. But Don was impatient to get stuff done. He would write the blurb for the book first, he told me, then write with the end in mind. With his last book, A Sea of Faces, he emailed me a poem a day. Don joyfully embraced life, all of it, gathering in moments and friends and poetry, but he also lived a remarkable balance between peace and intensity in teaching. Don always slowed himself down to lean in and listen to children. Don learned to listen as a teacher. He taught seventh grade with 39 students, and he made mistakes, big ones. He described his early attempts to teach writing by assigning topics he would hide behind the roll-down map and then reveal with a snap just before the bell on Friday afternoon. Once he collected student compositions, his objective was to stamp out sin by correcting everything. He told me he wished he could find each former student and apologize for all he didn't know. He understood the precarious balance teachers must create between honoring individual differences and our goals for student learning. He lived those pesky interruptions in a school day that halt a writing conference, confuse a train of thought, or just minimize the importance of our time with children. Dawn knew the difference between what matters and what is a waste of time. He understood how teachers feel pressured to fill every minute with activity. But he also knew that learning is slow, especially for children. In 2004, when Don and I began interviewing students for the Inside Writing Project, I watched him immediately connect with children through writing. He expanded time in those moments. He didn't rush listening. He celebrated their work with his full attention and a big smile, saying, well, how about that? Don loved his role as a problem solver. He was always seeking solutions and collecting data. During the decade of our friendship, I often brought teaching problems to Don. I'd tell the story of a student, and he would nod, then say, tell me more. I had a notebook full of observations to share, but when I asked him what he thought was the next best teaching move, he wouldn't answer. He would say, just rely on what you know about the child. I still marvel at the power of this. The lesson was not about teaching or writing. Don drove me 
to independence as a professional and capable teacher. He empowered me to seek answers and expect to find them. Dawn believed in teachers, in a community of support for each other, in teacher thinking as fundamental to problem solving, smart assessment, and instruction that leads to student engagement and growth. He studied teacher energy and nurtured it. It may seem naive in our current culture to put such faith in teachers, but Don surely did. <laughs>